But my experience is but one case of Beijing's interference in Canada. Many, many other cases go unreported and unnoticed, and the victims suffer in silence. Michael Jong, the conservative who became the first sitting parliamentarian to testify at a bipartisan congressional committee, and that happened in Washington Tuesday, and the topic was Chinese interference. And uh, Mr. Chong, you know, went through his being targeted by China, the uh, threat China poses to Western democracies interfering uh, with our democracies, and the need for both countries to work together to solve it. Certainly was asked a lot of questions, including, you know, how supportive our government has been, which would have been a very easy moment for Chong to tell them that he wasn't warned at all. Uh, But he did not play politics with this country while abroad. I'm not sure many others would have been as composed, but uh, that was his play. Michael Chong is a conservative MP for Wellington, also the foreign affairs critic. He joins us now. Good to have you. Good to be here. Um, you were asked a lot of questions, and, and you chose to play it straight da- down the line. Um, was this a, a play and a, and a strategy of making sure that it didn't turn political and the message got through? Yes, absolutely. Look, uh, Canada is... The United States' closest trading partner and ally. That said, we often don't get a lot of attention in Washington. And so when we do, I think we have to deliver a clear message in defense of Canadian interests. And so the message I I delivered was twofold. First, that foreign interference threat activities from Beijing on Canadian soil aren't just happening to me, but to many, many other Canadians across the country. And they're also targeting Canadians generally through our elections, through disinformation. And the second message I delivered was that we are uh, ready uh, to work more closely with the United States to strengthen our defense and security against these threats. We're willing to work with other allied democracies to do the same, and that we have to work more closely together to counter these threats. Um, Because this is a long-term game that Beijing is playing, and these threats are, are not going away. Well, well, it's a long-term game, but they've also done a lot of damage already. And so the longer we leave it, the longer we play games with it, the longer we play their game, the, the more um, you know, dangerous it is to both countries. And um, certainly the United States, our Five Eye um, allies, have made clear that, that they're not really happy with Canada. I mean, we have um, been left out of a, f- of a few deals, but w- what was your takeaway after you spoke, after you answered these questions? And it was bipartisan, but what was your takeaway? Um, did they take I anything away. away from it? Yeah, I took away. Yes, absolutely. I, I took, what I took away is that the United States is deeply concerned about these threats to right. its own sovereignty, to its own defense and security, right. and that this is their number one priority. You know, often for Canada, our number one uh, foreign policy priority is is keeping trade and investment open because we are such an export-based economy. But that's not the case with the U.S. They are they are not an export-based economy. They export and import very little. It's a fairly closed economy in that respect compared to Canada. Mm-hmm. And so they are preoccupied with their defense and security, with their national security, and with these threats from Beijing. And that's why I think we need to pay attention, uh, not only to defend Canadians back home in Canada who are facing these threats, but also to ensure that our trade and investments continue to flow two ways across that border um, by making sure the Americans are are comfortable with our approach on national security. And I don't think they can be. I mean, I was reading an article uh, last week, you know, China uh, within inches of taking our Arctic and basically uh, planting a flag and saying, 
you're gone. Uh, Charles Burton was on last week saying, look, he's alarmed by the, um, you know, the chanting and the, and the drums of, of war. He said, you know, like, it, we don't know what's going to happen, but that we're even talking about it is is dangerous. And so we are in a dangerous time, um, and, and the Americans know it. And are they, do they think we take it seriously, Michael? Well, my message to them is that if we form government, we will take it seriously, that we will strengthen the defense and security partnership um, that we will take uh, espionage and foreign interference seriously. And we recently had a case just several months ago of the RCMP arresting mm-hmm. a PRC agent at Hydro-Quebec uh, who was stealing sensitive, uh, leading uh, intellectual property from Hydro-Quebec on electricity and electricity technology. So this, these are the kinds of threats we're facing that I think we really need to do better on. The government, as you pointed out, has been slow to react to these threats. They've only done things after we've dragged them kicking and screaming uh, to do something, whether it's calling an independent public inquiry like they recently did or, you know, uh, the introduction of a foreign agents registry, which they've yet to do, but what they've, what they've com- uh, promised to do. Um, you know, if you compare us to other democracies, you know, we, we've been late to the game. You know, on a foreign agents registry, uh, the United States has long had one since 1938. Mm-hmm. Australia introduced one in 2018. The UK just adopted one two months ago in July of this past summer. And we've, the Canadian government's yet to introduce one, despite the fact that we are ground, in many respects, ground zero for these threat activities in a much bigger way than is taking place out of the border. Yeah, it is um, mind-blowing that, that it hasn't been you know, played. Uh, are they going to start pressuring Canada? Was that... Um an indication for you? More so? I think that, yeah, I, I, I think the Canadian government's under pressure, uh, not just domestically, but abroad. I, you know, the fact that uh, the British Prime Minister, for example, Rishi Sunak, recently made public the fact that there was a PRC agent in the UK Parliament and that the UK government's taking this very seriously. Uh, the fact that Australia has long had a plan in place to combat these activities. Um, the fact that Canada is not part of a new defence pact yeah. Uh, between Australia, uh, the United Kingdom, and the United States, um, you know, is very, very worrying. Um, you know, like as, a, as I said earlier, the U.S. is a, by far and away our closest trading partner and ally, and uh, we can't neglect that relationship because we're putting the very prosperity of Canadians at risk. 100%. Just before I let you go and run out of time, uh, Mr. Zhang, the, the inquiry is going to go ahead, and we have agreement from all leaders. Are you satisfied I mean, it is going to be focusing on other governments. Are you satisfied that this will actually um, lead to tangible results and, and changes? Because it's still going to take a long, long time. And, and the worry is we don't have time. But are you are you OK with that? This the way it's set up? Well, we're I'm going to let Justice Hogue do her work. But I'm going to be watching very, very closely to see if the government provides the inquiry with the resources it needs to get its job done if they cooperate with the inquiry of providing documents right. and information to the inquiry you know, that has yet to unfold and so we'll be watching that very closely i think it's critically important that the inquiry the government support the inquiry so that it can be successful because this is an important one of the important tools that needs to be put in place in order to restore canadians confidence in their democracy and in their in their parliament and just before I let you go, are you more, are you concerned? I mean, I know you've been targeted a couple of times. You're not the only one being targeted, but are you? I mean, you speak in in America. You speak here in Canada. You do not mince words, and you're very clear. Um, are you concerned that that you're going to continue to be targeted, or it's going to get uh, even even worse? I'm I'm further emboldened by Beijing's targeting of me to continue my work because what 
their targeting of me, whether it's through disinformation operations this past May or by trying to gather information to intimidate and coerce me, what, what they are demonstrating when they do that is that we are being effective in speaking up for human rights, speaking up for democracy and speaking up for the rule of law. And so it's just convinced me that we're doing the right work, that we're being effective and I'm not going to be counter intimidated. In fact, I'm just going to double down on, on the work that we've been doing. Well, that does give some reassurance. So I appreciate that. And I uh, appreciate your time because I know that you've been uh, quite busy. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Alex. There you go. That's Michael Chong, uh, Conservative MP for Wellington and Foreign Affairs Critic. And so we'll watch that. But it is fairly significant uh, when one of our parliamentarians is asked to speak. And uh, they already know. They already know.